Welcome to another episode of Overass. Today, we have a, I normally say very special guest, but today I'll say guest. Um, we have a guest today. Uh, Mr. Tim Macy is on the program. He is a, uh, he's a growth leader at Real Brokerage. We're going to get into Real Brokerage because you seem to be just coming yeah. with a vengeance. Uh, I wouldn't, I, vengeance is not the word, all right? We're no? Just, we're okay. not coming after anybody in, okay. in particular. Well, it kind of seems that way. Okay. We'll see. <laughs> you, you guys are, are doing big things, it seems. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. Uh, looking at what you're doing. You're a podcast host. You make a lot of videos. You're just giving us video tips. If you're watching the YouTube, which most people don't, uh, he's got a great setup here. Great setup. But we crystal have uh, clear. crystal clear. Uh, Mr. Tim, the Tin Man Macy. I just made that name on the spot, but I think that's uh, a pretty good name for you. How you You're doing? On fire. You're on fire today, man. Yeah, thank you, you know? so much. I, I got to say, I feel like I'm friends with you guys because I, I was there fairly early on. Like I, I met Eric and I was you know, seeing him very early on in the broke agent. I think Matt, like I kind of stumbled upon you before you became the, the absolute real estate superstar that you are today. And uh, so it's just been fun um, watching you guys take off and uh, yeah, just do what you guys have done. So I'm, I'm glad to be here. Yes. Thank you, thank you so much. You're also Brilliant. the creator, one of the creators of uh, RETV. Yes. The Facebook group, which is awesome. That's, right. That's where we met. Eric, yeah. are you in that? No, no, I don't think you're in that, but it's a, it's a, a Facebook group for real estate content creators and video creators. Mm -hmm. And I went in there and everyone welcomed me with open arms when I started posting some of wow. my videos and it was, yeah, it was actually very nice. And it's a great community in there. You want a Rundy. I mean, that's a huge, I want a Rundy. Yep. They like have how many award. bigger awards than that? Have you won? That's the biggest top of my list. Yeah. That's what I lead my listing appointments with. Rundy winner. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. What the hell's a Rundy? <laughs> uh we have an award show every year um it's one of the most prestigious awards in the industry Sounds actually like and uh yeah. what, what what award did you win i won video of the year video of the year for freddie yeah, for mercury the one yep yeah and you're in you're in charge of this time this is your award show somewhat yeah it's actually God. very I mean, cool eric a, it's very cool there's sure a committee is. there's a committee that picks the winners I'm, I'm like a host of the show i open the envelope but i, I have no no decision making power Let's part. Let's partner on the next one, and let's do a yeah. joint award show. Yeah. I think we can blow it up. You know, video of the year. I mean, I'm sure it's similar stuff to what you're doing now. But Matt and I have been talking about this for a year. Well, Matt, I have a question for you. Yeah. Um, you did that Queen video, the the Freddie Mercury one, and you've had some absolute hits from a creative standpoint. Does coming out with something amazing make it hard to make the next thing because you feel like you have to make something amazing? No, I don't look at it like that. Like sometimes they hit and just sometimes they don't. Like Freddie Mercury was not – I almost didn't post Freddie Mercury because I thought it was oh too God. dumb. It was um, so genius. I didn't think anything of it. And then like the last two reels I just posted, either of them didn't think much of them. I thought, it was, you know, they're pretty funny, but uh, – and they blew up. They're both over 100,000 views on reels and – you can't really think like that. You just got to post what you enjoy and then just, yeah. just go for it. You're, I mean, everyone's going to have their, their favorite. So like, you just have to keep yeah. being consistent with it, but this is about you, Tim. This well, about I just, it is about me. And that's, that's a, that's like a challenge that I have is I always want to make something that people are going to talk about. It's going to be great. And I feel like it stops me from putting out as much stuff um, as I could. And so as a creative, I just interested that you have that viewpoint. Cause I think that's a very, 
powerful viewpoint to have the ability to just keep pushing it out. Uh, I mean, Eric's got it easy because he's just putting out memes, right? I mean, oh, just give like, me a break. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's all I do. I like yeah, this. Memes. Are you out of your yeah. mind? Do you know how much content I post? I post I 30 like pieces of content a day. I have a this podcast. I have a mailing list. I have a Discord with Instagram tips. I do eBooks. I have a comic book called Commission yeah, Impossible. Cry me a I have a YouTube river. channel. I'm a speaker. Holy you come fuck. onto my podcast. You talk <laughs> shit. You know you have, what? Speaking wait, speaking of <laughs> speaking of podcasts, you had a podcast, had I, I guess at this point I, I would say. I was on I don't it. even know. Were you on it? I'm sure it yeah. was electric. And Tim, but I mean you stopped posting all of a sudden. So yeah, I I mean look, I um we talked about this when we were hanging out in Dallas. I'm the king of figuring something out and then not doing it anymore. So I've done uh TikTok, I've got a video with three million views on TikTok. Stop posting. I had a podcast. <laughs> crushing it doing really well and then i was like man i need to move on to the next shiny object so i, I think i have some a lot of value to add and, and you know things to help people with but uh also like don't do what i do because you know I'm, you're I'm an the, idea you're an idea man yeah i'm an <laughs> idea man i'm the best at like having an idea and then not following through i do want to get into that though because i noticed this pattern on your content so you also yeah. had a youtube channel some I, no, I have my YouTube channel's got two thousand subscribers, which I think is uh no, it's a it's a successful YouTube channel. You have yeah. a video with sixteen thousand views. I think yeah. one of your best ones is the pros and cons of living in San Antonio. Yes, and you stop posting there too. It seems so. Um, so why why do you do this? Because should we, should, should we dig into YouTube? Yeah, yeah let's dig into YouTube right, first, so, then let's go to the podcast, and then yeah. let's. Fight. So on, on YouTube's a great platform. Honestly, like we were hanging out with all these content, social media creator people. And when I really look at it, the, I think the most money is being made on YouTube. When I look at all the platforms and I'm talking direct leads, people messaging you saying, Hey, I saw your video. I want to buy a house. A lot of this other stuff we do. It's tough. It's like, yeah, I post on Facebook. I, I send my clients cards in the mail and I don't really know where the business is coming from necessarily and youtube is the highest roi direct lead coming in platform that i know of and so i have a channel on youtube i do get business from the stuff that i've done on on san antonio and people you know message me about it and my thought going into it was hey i'm also like putting my family videos on there like we went to disney world that's on there i've got other stuff on there um and i figured if people watched my real estate videos. They'd also watch these other videos and get to know me. Uh, and maybe that would work. And it's worked a little bit, but it's not the best use of YouTube because YouTube wants to know what your channel's about and who your channel is for. And so they can go find more of those people like uh, Christina Smallhorn. I listened to her talk at Vid Summit. She said she makes her videos for Carl. And Carl's one person. Carl's a an older guy getting towards retirement, worried about affordable housing, probably is somewhat conservative or libertarian. Like she knows exactly who Carl is and she makes her videos for Carl. And the reason why she has 100,000 plus subscribers, I think, is because once you do that, the algorithm figures that out and they go find you a bunch of Carls, right? So when you make yeah. your video for a bunch of people, you make your video for no one. When you make your YouTube content for one specific person, it, it takes off. And so like, I've got my Disney videos on there, my travel videos, which I love uh, watching, but like, my grandma watches those videos and my grandma is not buying a house in San Antonio. And so I'm, I'm mixing up 
the data and, and YouTube's having a tough time uh, finding who it, who the video should be for. So I'm going to take all my San Antonio content, which I have shot. I've shot five or six of these videos and we're going to start a, you know, San Antonio channel just focused on lead generating content. So you're that, abandoning the old channel, which already has 2000 plus subscribers. No, no, no. So the 2000 plus subscriber channel will continue to be just like my personal channel. Got and it. then uh, maybe, you know, maybe that'll take off and we'll be like vloggers. That's, right. that's an interesting point though. Uh, and I've never heard anyone kind of phrase it like that, like making it for you've created a character that you're making your content for, because um, that's just, you know, you can't please everybody. And that's just, that's just fact. You can't please everybody. When you yeah. try to, you're actually going to, uh, it's just not going to work. Like you're, exactly. you're going to get less business because you're yeah. trying to please everyone. And then you just kind of go and you're like everyone else. There's no originality to it, but if you know exactly who you were trying to attract, it will work. And that's the same with, with what, we do like that's yeah, yeah. we know who our audience yeah, is yeah i you know i i gotta say you have a very specific audience there's about i don't know 70 percent of the industry that probably says what the hell is going on with those guys and there's 30 percent of the industry that thinks you're freaking amazing and they love you which, um, which group are you in i don't want to he's in the 70 on the record yeah, you're in the <laughs> he's 70, in the 70. 70. i'm but you know what? For fuck, the exposure fuck 70 percent. it's the 70 30 rule right is that, that a rule? It is now. It is. made it a rule. You know um, what, Matt? I think there's something right in what Tim's saying about the broke agent channel because it first started as skits and music videos and me trying to do kind of vlog style funny content. And yep. those were crushing with views. I have a video with 100,000 plus, some with 10,000. And then the podcast, I think we kind of confused the algorithm a little bit and then jumped into consistent podcasting. So I'm hoping you know, it figures it out basically because that's all we're posting now. But I definitely hear you there, Tim, where you're kind of like all over the place content wise oh, and yeah. YouTube doesn't know where to send your videos. So it just sends it to no one basically. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and the, the way I think about social media platforms are there are algorithm based things like YouTube, like uh, TikTok, like some of Instagram. And then there are follower based things like Facebook and the Instagram feed where if I post something on Facebook, it'll do well based on how good the followers and friends I have interact with it, right? There, there's, there's a little bit of algorithm in there, but it, it's mostly how do your friends and people you already know uh, interact with it. You're not growing some massive audience on Facebook because you're limited to 5,000 friends and you can really only get so far. We're on YouTube you can work the algorithm where if you work it the right way, YouTube will start to do the work for you and put your content in front of the people that want to see it. And that's much different than say, trying to build followers on Instagram. That's all through like, you know, relationships, connections and, and that type of stuff. And so algorithm driven social media platforms are the most powerful when you could figure out the freaking algorithm, right? That's how you could go from zero to 3 million views on that TikTok I did. Like I had zero followers and now all of a sudden I've got a couple thousand. Um, and so what, when you're what on- What was that TikTok? We got breaking news here. This is new year. And this, I, I, can you just explain, Eric? This is crazy. New year, new us, Matt. Yes. Yeah. Do you want to make 2022 your best year yet, Matt? Yeah. Yeah, I do. I, I mean, everybody does. Right. 
We're talking next level, triple your transaction volume, crushing the competition, kicking ass, closing deals, and taking names kind of success. Yeah, I want that. Yeah, That's what happens when you partner with Boomtown, the number one rated real estate CRM. It's got the tools and tech you need to generate and convert conversation-ready leads. To check out Boomtown and see how you can score up to $1,000, that's a grand in incentives. If you sign up in the month of December, visit boomtownroi.com slash overask. That's boomtownroi.com slash overask. Number one CRM in the game. Let's go. Yes. Uh, we went to a house and it's like out in the country a little bit out in Texas. And, uh, it was a real, I think it was like 300, 300 grand for this beautiful renovated farmhouse on six acre acres. So people are like, Holy crap, I'm moving to Texas. So that did pretty well. And then we went back to the house after the, uh, inspection and everything to kind of look at everything. They wanted to see the house again and the bathtub was gone. Like they had taken the tub out of the house. Uh, I don't know if they had to fix something or what, but the bathtub was gone. And so we did my, my wife, I didn't do anything. Uh, Pond goes around with the camera and she's like, this is why you should always, you know, come back to the house and check it out again after you get her a contract or something. The fact that the text was kind of confusing actually was better because people were trying to figure out what the heck she was talking about. So they kept watching the video and then she gets to the bathroom and like the tub's missing. So one, it was kind of confusing. So people had to go back and watch it again. And then two, the comment section just lit up with all these people talking about, yeah, when I bought a house, the sellers took the toilet and, you know, crazy stories just started happening in the comment section. Yeah. So the, the thing took off. Yeah. If you can start a conversation under oh, yeah. your video, you're good. And that's what I do with my reels a lot. That's how a lot of times I get a lot of views is I talk so fast that people yeah. have to go back like three, four times to fucking understand what I'm saying but it actually helps the algorithm. I will say though, the thing that's so hard with YouTube, I, for, for me at least, and I would assume for a lot of people is the back end and the algorithm aspect of it is so fucking difficult. Like I don't understand how it works. Like I I go in there to like try and promote a video or something. And it's like this whole thing. I don't know what to do. The most successful channels I've seen don't promote any of their videos. Okay. Well then there you go. And that's, I think it's important to talk about why they don't. Um, When I think about YouTube, I like to think about it as simply as possible. They do have a bunch of data. I mean, the data that YouTube gives you is awesome because I can watch a video and I can see my audience retention and I can see that, you know, when my face came on, everybody left, right? So I need to keep my face out of the video. Understandable. Right. You can, you can take different things on that audience retention, uh, graph and, and see like what people are interested in, what they're not. It's so much data. It's amazing, but how to grow, I think is really simple. And when we're talking to our agents, we're, we're really focused on two things, which is click through rate and audience retention, click through rate, audience retention. So if nobody's watching your video, it's probably something going on with your thumbnail or your title, mm-hmm. because that is what gets people to click. You got your thumbnail. It's the most important thing. We freaking stare at thumbnails. I, I, sometimes we spend more time on the thumbnail than we do on the actual video. And thumbnails are, are so important. And then the title has to be good to get people to click on it. And so that's what we call click-through rate. How many people, what percentage of people when your video and that thumbnail pops up actually click it? If that number is high, because w- what happens every time you click a, a YouTube video? YouTube runs know, that. Video starts. 
Well, but YouTube runs yeah. an ad, right? And yeah, so yeah, yeah. the more people yeah. that are clicking on your video, the more money YouTube's making, the more they're going to show your video. And it, and it's all, you know, obviously too, they want uh, to have videos that are relevant to the audience. Like we talked about the algorithm finding the audience, they want um, content that's relevant to the audience. So if people are clicking on it, that's showing that you have some relevance. And then the next thing is your audience retention. So people click on your video, how many of them actually watch it? So I see Matt Leonetti with a shirt off, you know, all looking great. And so I'm, like, well, I'm watching, I'm yeah. watching this one. I'm all in. And yeah. then his video sucks. Well, YouTube's not going to like that too much either. So if you can get great CTR, great click-through rate and great audience retention, that is how you start to generate traffic. So a lot of our people that are just starting YouTube channels, I'm, I'm going to be starting another YouTube channel. It's easy to say, man, I only got, you know, 40 views and I only got 50 views and like, what's going on? But you really want to focus in on getting that click-through rate and getting that audience retention. Because if you get that, YouTube tends to do the work for you. Now, why don't we spend money on videos? Again, there's plenty of people that do all spending, but the idea behind not spending is that if you promote your video, you're trying to pick the audience that you want to put your video in front of instead of letting the algorithm do its thing, let the algorithm pick the audience for you. And so by kind of pushing your video out, you're getting more views, but it's messing up that machine that really creates these explosive growth channels. And so that's why a lot of the people that I, I know and, and work with don't spend any money boosting or promoting a video on YouTube. Oh, Do you think it actively hurts if I put the YouTube link in my Instagram story because I'm forcing an audience on it that otherwise wouldn't be watching it natively on YouTube. Yeah. I if would you think that the, actually hurts the video because maybe the retention isn't there. Yeah. I would put the link to your channel on YouTube because if somebody clicks that link, they go to your channel and then they decide, Hey, I am going to take the time to actually watch the video. I like that better but yeah if you if you put your link for the youtube video on your thing somebody clicks it look when, when somebody's on instagram stories they're they're a freaking squirrel they, they they are not ready to sit down and watch a 40 minute interview and so if they click that there's no way you're going to get good audience retention on that and so yeah I, I would probably not put the link to the video i'd put the link to your channel so Genius. there seems to be like an ongoing theme here i mean I, I keep hearing with YouTube, it's thumbnails, it's titles. That's yep. um, okay. So everyone knows that now. Like, uh, who's that guy? Who's that fucking Keller Williams guy? Gary Keller. He said, it's simple. Yeah, Gary. Real estate's simple. It's not easy. <laughs> That's I true. guess YouTube is simple. It's not That's easy. Not easy. Um, um, and it makes I, sense with like YouTube. Um, they want content that's keeping people on their platform. So that's why I assume the the retention rate is such a big deal because when they see people are watching your whole video, they're going to push that out more because people like the content. Therefore they're staying on the platform. For sure. And uh, I listened to, I guess the guy, at least the person that sold me the ticket to the conference said the guy that was talking was the head of the YouTube algorithm. So he's the, the, the one fuck. that, you know, right. The, the guy, <laughs> the everybody wants to know that guy. Um, <laughs> And his, his big slide was the algorithm and the word algorithm was crossed out and it said audience. Like you stop worrying about the algorithm and just focus on making content for the audience and you'll 
you should do better because the algorithms are getting smarter all the time. And the algorithms end goal is just to make better content for the audience. So the audience will stay on their platform. And so like you guys have followings and I'm sure you listen to them, right? You listen to the people that follow you. You get inspired by those comment sections, seeing what people think is funny, seeing what people are laughing at, seeing people, what people are engaging with and giving them more of that. I think too many times as agents, we listen to too many people that are in the industry. So mm-hmm. we'll get on, you know, like I'm, I'm a big Tom Ferry fan. We'll get in the Tom Ferry groups and we'll see what all these other people are doing for content. Um, and we'll get all excited to do it without thinking about, is this what my audience wants to see? Like my yeah. audience is different from Matt's audience is different from Eric's audience. What's my audience want to see? Uh, my, my buddy here that I, I work with has a police and first responders. Like that's his thing. He, he was a police officer. So veterans, first responders, firefighters, cops, like that's his audience. If I post all the stuff that he posts, which crushes for him, by the way, it wouldn't crush for me because that's not me and that's not my audience. And so that's where I would get focused as an agent on your marketing is really focusing on your audience and building content for them. Yeah. That's great, great, great advice. Yeah. I totally agree with that. Um, and that's like, like the, the biggest brands do that and the biggest companies do that. Like, like Ford coming out with the Ford Bronco, like yeah. people have wanted that Bronco back for so long, you know, yeah. and they, they listen to their audience and, they brought it back. And of course the audience I'm sure has a bunch of fucking problems with it because it's <laughs> not exactly how it used but, to be, but you know, yeah. no, the Broncos is a great example too. Cause I think we're always thinking about getting bigger market share. So if you're sitting in Ford seat, you're like, okay, how do I, how do I get people that don't like Fords to like Fords, mm-hmm. right? What car do I need to build to get people that don't like Fords to like Fords when their most successful thing was to say, Hey, what are our freaking diehard Ford fans love like let's yep. make something for our Ford fans and they did and it's awesome not that I think there's many diehard Ford fans out there but you know what I mean no like, but that at- yeah your those people your audience that you already have they can dictate more of your audience like they can have a a, a positive effect on more people liking you because yeah. you know your audience that's already built in they're like oh I love this guy and then they tell their friend and, yeah. and then that has a positive influence on liking me. You know like, what I mean? I, I'm not a Ford guy. I mean, I, no. I drove a Ford Taurus for many years. Um, but I think the Broncos pretty cool. Like I'm now interested in a Ford vehicle that I would never be interested in before. And it's because instead of trying to make people that aren't interested in Fords, interested in Fords, they just focus on their people. And the best way to see this on social media is the engagement and Matt and I always joke that is that we're fighting the algorithm or we post it at the wrong time or people aren't by their phones and you know we've joked about this a million times. Yeah, it's never the actual content; it's always no, something exactly. else. <laughs> it is a, a direct, you know, result of how good the content is and how much people like the content. And we're constantly tweaking our content based off of engagement. We go to our insights, we see okay, this one was shared a hundred times. How come no one cared about this compared to this one that was shared 10,000 times? So every agent should look at their insights, see that, and kind of focus on what's performing the best. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I love, I fucking love this podcast because just like talking with you, like you opened up a kind of lane that I had never thought of, of, of that. And I've, 
I guess, subconsciously known that, but that's so true. That is such a, a true point that like focus on the audience you have. If you build it, they will come, you know, like <laughs> the yeah. field, field of dreams. Great movie. Um, Favorite movie. Yeah, it's fantastic. But well, if you I focus on that audience, yeah, there's such yeah. a positive influence they can have on more audience. Like you don't have to work on how can I get these people who don't like me to like me. Your your built-in audience can do that for you if you exactly. cater to them. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, it's the same thing we're doing uh, brokerage-wise is my whole time I've been in real estate, it, it, the whole recruiting thing i feel like brokers are always trying to get more agents like to survive right like that's the broker model is recruit agents recruit agents hopefully some of them are successful and it's like oh what if you made a brokerage where you just focused on trying to take care of the agents you already have and just say laser focused on that that would be a brokerage everybody would want to be a part of you know and yeah. then you would grow by focusing on the audience um, you already have. And the same thing happens as agents. Like if you're just laser focused on taking care of your clients, more people are going to want to be your clients more so than the agent that's out there. That's trying to get new business all the time. Yeah. So let's talk about real. We just had Katie day on, uh, the podcast friend of the show. Yeah. Um, we were talking about some stuff, but want to get kind of your, your take on it all. I mean, the logo is pretty fucking cool. It's, it just says real twice, no matter how you yeah. look at it. You could be fucking plastered upside down. It's still going to say real. Yeah, be, I mean, <laughs> could be at any um, angle for that thing. Yeah. Hey, crazy. I, you know, it's funny. I, um, I realized the more I like people, the more of a hard time I, I give them. So whenever I see Eric, I just, I'm, I'm nothing but mean to him. Yeah. The whole, you're, the whole vicious, time you're vicious to me. <laughs> like you were my adversary at that mastermind. You're like a and, uh, and I and I and we had a heated heated battle at Top Golf. Like, yeah, we did. Yeah, the whole time coming oh, at God. each other. So I say all that to say that um, I hope you never refer to me as a friend of the show because <laughs> okay. okay, enemy um, of the show. Yeah, no, uh, and yeah, obviously that goes right along with our core value of work hard, be kind. Right. Um, no, I I think we've brought some just really fantastic individuals to the table, like Katie Day and like a lot of the other people um, in our company. And I think from a very easy standpoint, that goal of just trying to make the best brokerage for agents and focusing on the agents that we have and, uh, all working together and realizing that we as agents are the one that are usually delivering most of the value. I mean, I, I don't know about you guys, but I never had a broker that made my business for me. It was always working with the agents that were next to me. Um, and so we're kind of trying to pour some gasoline on that by getting a very collaborative community that will hopefully grow to be uh, one of the big players in the industry. Yeah. Now I need your take on this because in those Facebook groups, there's some vicious, <laughs> vicious arguments between EXP and real yeah. and who's better. And why Look, is there, I mean, I guess you have a similar business model. Not yeah. really. It's just the, the stocks really. I think what people always compare is so, that, all right, One, and you're cloud-based? Yeah, so two things. I stay out of the comment sections because <laughs> I don't, like, they're, they're literally zero value to no, yeah. anybody. And two, I was at EXP for five years and changed my life. I got a bunch of stock. Like, my family is in a much better place now than they were because of EXP. So like, all the thanks in the world. When I was at EXP, I realized this model of giving agents stock and giving agents revenue share was freaking genius. 
you know, like when I looked at the franchise model and I looked at all my other friends that were in the industry that were at brokerages, by the way, that I really liked, like there's uh, some indies in my town that I love, like I'd, I'd love to go work there. But when I looked at the compensation package, it would be a bad move for my family's balance sheet to go somewhere else. Um, so I saw that model was just the way to go. And so we've adopted a, a similar model. We have stock and revenue share. Um, and we're just focused on building something different, something that, you know, I'm proud of. Uh, and I think I'm, I'm hoping I got all like to come on and talk about how great we are. I'm hoping you guys will see over the next couple of years, what we do here. And hopefully it's something that, uh, we're proud of. Right. So you heard it from the lion's mouth, Tim Macy. He fucking hates EXP. Thinks they should just be out of doing business. this to him too. <laughs> I know. Look, it's I'm such a, a fun joke. I, I gotta say too, like I'm a big Gary Keller fan. Like I think that right. dude is uh right on a lot of things. Um and that but that is the thing. Go back to the comment sections. Like, I don't care, man. There's so many agents, there's so much business, and there are so many awful brokerages out there like we've got some really crappy brokerages out there that shouldn't be in business and uh we got a lot of agents to bring on from a lot of different places yeah. i think i think keller williams is going to do fantastic i think exp yeah. is going to do fantastic and i think we're going to do fantastic yeah that's why i love being with the agency no one would fucking dare well because i'm negatively about the agency it, the problem is there they don't know like wait is that like the CIA or I know, like the FBI? It's pretty, like what yeah. is, is it's it a real up. estate thing? Yeah, we're not some James Bond shit. Is it a there, modeling company? What's going yeah. on? <laughs> it's some Eric, are, yeah. Are you at a brokerage? No. <laughs> yeah, I'm at a brokerage. I'm at Compass. <laughs> oh, my license oh, okay. is there. Okay, yeah, it's gonna give a broker agent full time, basically. Though I got you. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, before we move on, we're, we're pretty far into this now. Tim did make a uh, comment about my, my background here. Got oh, a blanket. Dude. Yeah. I, fucking I'm Christmas shopping right now. There's shit all over the place. I'm hiding stuff from my wife. This is my office uh, at my house that I own. This is not my mother's basement, uh, which Tim also said. It he came on a, immediately. Listen, shots fired. Eric, come on. It has a mom's basement. Vibe. I don't understand. Look, I have, I have nothing. <laughs> to complain you i know? mean look at my background I, yeah i don't yeah. understand how everyone comes in and makes fun of me and eric gets off scot-free with his <laughs> i don't fucking... think i get off scot-free everyone's Honestly, also shit on my background eric if i was if you were being true to your brand you should have more of a leandy background like you should look i agree like i know i got the look, we're getting out of this place we're getting out of this yeah. place soon this so is, are we this we're is looking for we're looking for a uh another place right now yeah, but the, the the only thing is though, if you upgrade and get some fancy cool setup, like you're totally dishonoring your brand. Like you have to get something that <laughs> to be in like awful. a shack with like yeah. broken keys everywhere. Yeah, there's got to be like like sneakers, like old sneakers behind you. You know, I'm it's down. just got to look. You got to look like a brocation. That's all. Right. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Well, once yeah, you should just wait. Just wait till the new year. We we've had some fucking meetings. You're yeah. you're gonna have your mind blown. We're already yep. the number one real estate podcast of all time. Yeah, our, thumb, our thumbnails are gonna completely change the game. Yeah, we're gonna it. be we're well, gonna be hammering through that algorithm. So where where are you guys at for podcasts? Like where are you at in the stuff? Well, we're number we one in Belize. We're number one in Belize for marketing. Turks and Caicos like, too. And we're Trinidad and, these are, and these, Tobago. These are real stats. We're not. Uh, even I know. Joking I know. About yeah. 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 Um, we're. Some some weeks we're sitting pretty high in Canada and the states. Like we've broken top ten uh, in the nice. marketing category, like yeah. numerous times. Um, 
it's good. I mean, it's growing every week. We got hundreds of thousands of plays now yeah. and views and well, more the plays. Turn- it's mainly all, it's mainly all Spotify and Apple. The yeah. YouTube is not as, I mean, I feel like the YouTube podcast is, is, uh, it works better when you're like in person. Yeah, Not but the, the Turkish women, I think, have a thing for you, right? That's why you guys are doing so well. No, it's Turks and Kankos. That's not oh, Turkey. Turks. Okay. Never yeah, mind. but but uh, yes, but yes, you're also still correct about that. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. DMs. Are I also flooded. think there might be something there where real estate agents say the average age of realtors fifty five, right? I don't know how many real estate agents are using YouTube, so our audience is real estate agents. So do you think that they're that like that's contributing to the lack of views on YouTube, or do you think it's just the content no, or the thumbs? Um, I think it's the you know, one thing, content. One thing, j- just for the record, too, like n- none of my stuff are original ideas. This is all just from stupid conferences that I've gone through over the last few years. Right. So when I say profound things, I didn't come up with it. Right. Um, you don't have to minion. cite your source. He's a minion. One, yeah, worry. it's okay. Right. Yeah, let's come on. I just, <laughs> I'm, I'm big on transparency. Um, <laughs> so I was listening to uh, Mr. Beast. And yep. uh, you just met him. I did. I, I met him in the parking lot. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Where? So, uh, so Vid Summit is a YouTube conference. And so I went to that this year and I'm out in the parking lot because I got in there like a day early. I was between conferences and I go out in the parking lot and freaking there's Mr. Beast. And so I, uh, I was like, hey, man, I was like, I don't, I don't mean to bother you, but you mind if I get a picture with you? Because, you know. People freaking love it. My, my kid doesn't even like Mr. Beast, but other people's kids do. So I got to look cool for other people. Mr. Beast, take a picture of me. That's not what yep. I'm saying. Um, he's like, yeah, sure. He's like, uh, and I was like, yeah, I'm here for the conference. Super excited for it. He's like, great. What do you hope to learn? Huh. I don't know. It's a freaking tax write-off, man. I'm not really sure, <laughs> you know? Um, and I was like, well, I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do with my channel, that 2,000 subscriber channel we were talking about. And he's like, oh, cool. Uh, let me see it. Oh God. Right. An <laughs> audit from Mr. Beast on the spot. That is on the crazy. Spot. <laughs> By the way, this is the biggest YouTuber in the world for biggest, Yeah. Know. Ridiculous. Um, which is super cool though. Like I think about it, like when I was a kid, I met Roy Jones Jr. Who is like the best boxer in the world. Um, that'd be like him, me meeting Roy and him stopping and being like, all right, let's work on your jab. Right. Like yeah. the coolest thing ever. So for him to just be so chill and he's exactly like he is in his videos. He's like a, kind of chill goofy young dude um he's like yeah let me look at it and he takes my phone and like i don't even have to do anything he just goes like right to the thing and he's like oh yeah this doesn't seem interesting at all <laughs> he's like look at my thumbnails and my titles um and i was like oh man thanks and then i think he like realized it. he's like i didn't i don't mean to be like mean or anything i'm like no dude that's like why i paid all this money to come out here is so you could tell me my channel sucks like <laughs> You know, I, I can leave now. I'm done. Like, that was the best advice I've gotten. Um, but one of the things that he went through, one of the things that I took away from it was his hooks are amazing. Like, he has the best hooks. And what I mean by that is they're so short and concise. Like, he did that Squid Games video that broke a bunch of records. His hook for that video was nine seconds long. Like, if you go back and watch it, He's like, uh, I did all this stuff. I spent a bunch of money. We got all these people out here. We're going to play squid games and boom, right into it. And so his pacing on those videos is crazy. That's why I don't know if the podcast will do well on, on YouTube because it's not, it doesn't have that pace to it. Right. But when, uh, if you go look at Jeremy Knight's Austin videos, he's like, Hey, we're talking about the Austin market. Boom, 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 boom. And he rips right through all this stuff. And that's what does well on YouTube because when people go to YouTube, 
they're like looking for just just like smash my brain with as much facts and information as you can um and so that's why i think those do well but the thing that he said that i always miss and that matt has done pretty well on is the payoff like we think about a video idea but we don't think enough about the payoff so you're a freddie mercury one right it's a great example freaking mm -hmm. pick up the phone and you're like oh it's my mama she just mm -hmm. killed a man like amazing payoff i'm going back and i'm watching that video um again and and that's where if you guys are going to do well on youtube you may have to figure out some different content specifically for we we're just talking about that youtube that's yeah. not this like i the love this this is some of my favorite stuff but i don't know if it works yeah we yeah. want to do more skit based content and kind of longer form videos because that's what i was doing at the beginning and yeah. those were crushing and then once yeah. we switched to this it hasn't crushed on youtube but i think yeah. the skit based long form two to three minute funny videos would do really well and funny educational videos too yeah and the thing well the thing is too the podcast is for agents to get better at their business right and so i think you have to really separate that because that's really the only thing you have that is like that everything else is the the broke agent we go there to laugh at you right we go there to like you know get comedy not like business strategy and so you know you may find your audiences are are a little a little different hey look man we're trying to evolve the brand to education yeah. and providing value to if the broke yeah, agent but... become no no listen listen if the broke agent can become a one-stop shop for that where it's like i get introduced to the best content creators i just listened to tim macy i'm gonna follow that guy i'm gonna check out his youtube channel he was just dropping knowledge bombs on this that agent, not only did they probably laugh a little bit in this podcast, but their business is getting better from it too. Yep, so that's for sure. the brand will provide so much more value as it evolves towards that. So I agree with you in the sense that I'm kind of pointing them in different directions, but okay. So it's, yeah, you I laugh think, at I think the channels. Or... I think the okay. good segue for this is mind your channels. Mind you your business. You make... <laughs> this is a, this has been extremely successful. We know exactly what See, we're doing. See, unlike you, he you can't make... take uh, constructive criticism. Right. No, no, I, I, am taking, you. I am taking the constructive He's about criticism. To leave. He's, uh, I'm joking. I think, I think no, I mean, I think, it's, I think it's great. You make people laugh on Instagram, right? You'll probably make people laugh and on, Facebook. on TikTok. And TikTok. You'll educate yeah. people on the podcast, yes. right? And, and you're figuring out. And they'll laugh out, a little bit. I think they'll laugh. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, you're figuring out what you do on your channels. One of the things that I really don't like that I saw at a ton of conferences over the last couple of years was, you know, make your piece of content and then reformat it in five different ways for five different platforms. And that's some of like, it's just not great advice because every platform has a different audience. Yeah. yeah. So if you're taking your Brad McCallum and there's a handful of other people are the only people I know that crush YouTube with listing videos. Because yeah. their listing videos are freaking amazing. Insane. But most people, listing videos are not a good idea to put on YouTube. Like no. Nobody's going to watch them. No, I know. That is very, very true. It's just a piece of advice people say. Like yeah. fake gurus. And I mean, it's just something you always say, like redistribute your contract, uh, content across all platforms. It's just the easiest but, thing to say. It's to just easy. Yeah, it's like a, like a go-to now. Yeah, well, it's and, like and you can posting sell. consistently, although yeah, that is important. It's just so easy to say. Yeah, you can you can also sell a service that helps you redistribute the content, you know? Right, of get, course. Get, get, oh get my realtors God. on a get realtors on a $38 a month subscription. The amount of people that reach out to Eric and I, we're getting people who are emailing people, telling them that we're involved with their company. 
yep. <laughs> without our knowledge. You know, it's fucking insane now. Um, All right, my, my, my one other thing though, cause Eric, we had a, a great thing that I took from our week together last week. Um, and it's on, there was content. other people there, by the way, for the, audience. Go, they said a romantic getaway. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They went to Palm Springs <laughs> Our weekend together. Um, yeah, I felt like the least creative and capable person in the room. I'm sure which you is, were. Yeah. Which is a good thing. Definitely. No, no, I'm sure you were. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Um, but what I took from that was all of the real estate people that are creating this amazing content that's generating them a lot of business, right? Like the tier one um is all and they're, they're all going and getting their ideas from outside of real estate they're getting their ideas from content creators and in different stuff where a lot of us real estate agents are looking at other real estate agents and copying them and if you're doing that you're always going to fall into tier two three four so that was my biggest takeaway is i gotta stop watching real estate agents so much get back out into the world and and see what is just happening and what other other creators are doing and what people are doing so I can get creative and figure out my way to bring that content back to real estate instead of just, you know, copying other people. I could make the financially distressed agent Instagram and it's going to suck, right? Because right. I'm just copying. It's a great name. Yeah, <laughs> financially distressed agent. I'm, I'm just copying. Eric, it's never going to be as good. Whereas if I'm taking original ideas uh, and putting my spin on them and making them, uh, you know, work with real estate, it's just way better. Yeah, that's what always... I do on TikTok and Instagram. As I scroll through other accounts that aren't yeah. in the industry and yeah. then throw real estate twist to it. And you know, Paul, who we had on the show, Matt, he had a video series that was like hot ones, where yeah. he would interview he his agents that. Yeah. and yeah. you know eat spicy wings, but just throw it like a real estate twist on it. So. Solid. Great advice, Tim, on that, because I think other agents are just kind of dipping into the same pool and trying to replicate what Taya or Glenda are doing yep. and saying like, okay, I want to do this because other realtors are doing it. But yeah, watch YouTube, watch TikTok, figure yeah. out what works and, the thing and then is put too, a spin yeah. on it. I, I do feel like we take those videos that we do and then we put them in real estate groups and then we judge whether or not they're good based on what real estate agents say about it. Right. Yeah, you know? I know. And that's the other thing I don't really like no. doing. It's all about well, in your audience. in your own tone though. Like everything, people come up to me, they're like, how do I make a funny video? I'm like, the fact that you're asking that, maybe that's not your route. You know, just to be completely yeah. How like, do you make blunt. a funny video? Are you funny? Yeah, like it's people, like I see their Instagram, I'm like you don't, you're, you're, there's not an ounce of funny in there. Like you are just not a funny person, but that does not mean that you can't have creative, successful content. Funny is not the only way to have that. So like find what works in your tone and in, in your voice and like figure it out because there's something I always say, like, why do your friends like you? What part of your personality intrigues people to talk to you and, and like you use that, utilize that. That's the only thing we have on these platforms to separate us is our personality. Or you're just going to get lost in the fucking mix. I love that. Thank you. Awesome stuff. Yes. Uh, let's get into our uh, not so rapid fire. Okay. Oh. Okay. Listen, so I've only, I've only listened to like the first halves of two or three of your podcasts. Right. I have no idea what's the retention coming. Crushing our retention. Great. Yeah. Yeah. I have no idea. You're responsible coming. for I've this. I've never listened to the end of a podcast. Okay. Well, this is. Um, it's well, no, not... I've never listened to your podcast at all. Yeah. I've been right. on it. I didn't listen to a word you said. <laughs> uh, uh, but this is a not so rapid fire 
round. It's not so rapid because we don't actually prepare questions. We have one question that we always ask the first time because I like it. And then we just kind of go for it. Okay. Let's do it. I'm so ready. it's, it doesn't have to be uh, you can, you can take as long as you want to answer, but I'm going to start with my favorite question. If you had to pick one celebrity to hire, to join your team, your real estate team, because you think they'd be the, the best at the job, who would it be? Man, I should have prepared for this. Um, I could... Chris Evans. Wow. Why Chris Who, who's Evans? not going to call Captain America to buy a house? Come on. That's a good real estate tag too. You know, Captain America. Captain America. Holmes? Yeah. Captain America Holmes. <laughs> I, you know, I was thinking Hemsworth, but he's like, he's a little too. Which one? You know? Chris, not Chris. Liam. Yeah, come on, get out of here. Um, I just watched Hunger Games re- recently. I like Liam. Fantastic. Yeah, he's yeah, he's yeah. fantastic looking. I mean, not yeah, like Chris. Yeah. Almost hit the notes there. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, Chris Evans. He's on my team. Nice. Okay. We, I always say uh, Eric and I both picked Leo DiCaprio. Just uh, solid, you know, very solid. I don't know, though. I, I Leo, to me, seems like the guy that I think I would like to hang out with, but also has a, a, a high likelihood that he could be a dick, you know? Yeah, but I think he'll get shit done, no, whether he's right. a dick or not, you know? Okay. Eric? No, I no, I, I disagree with that. I'm, I'm only oh, wow. bringing people on the team that I want to hang out with because – Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, who wants to work with people you don't like? Yeah, right. I could at least say I work with Leo. Yeah. <laughs> Favorite real estate YouTuber that people should Favorite follow real- or that no, you like no. listening to? Let, let's take watching. real estate out of it because we just said we're going to stop following. No, okay. the, question is re- the question is actually real estate YouTuber. <laughs> <laughs> That's the question I asked. My so. favorite real estate YouTuber I don't watch any real estate. Just YouTubers. please just say one. Say, just say um, somebody. Say Jeremy just, Knight if you have to. Just say Brad uh, yeah. McCallum. I like Brad. Yeah, the just best. say Brad McCallum. Yeah, I, yeah, but I get annoyed with Brad because everything looks so good and I can never make something that looks as good as yeah, this. Yeah, well. It's, it's annoying. So, uh, but yeah, I'll say, I'll say Brad McCallum. Okay. 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 So favorite YouTuber besides that Casey, isn't in real estate. Casey Neistat. Um, okay. Classic. Yeah. I mean, just like his style of shooting and storytelling is my jam so cool you're a ufc fan right yeah okay who do you got in the fights this uh and there's a couple here um you got who do you got between in the o'malley fight o'malley yeah yes i just you know i think they're trying to set him up to win so i don't don't think he's that great though i think he'll he'll take an l here soon but do you think garbrandt is gonna take it Uh, garbrandt I don't know, but he went down to 125 from 135. Uh, I think he's too slimmed out. He may win, but I think he'll have trouble. Amanda Nunes and Julian uh, Pen- Pena? Yeah. yeah. And Poirier. I'm pulling for Poirier. Yeah, yeah. same. But I, I, right. like, I like the other dude. Oliveira. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, that's one of those fights. I hope it's a great fight, and I'm really not going home un- unhappy no matter who wins. Yes, I'm very excited. Yeah. Eric? all i got already yeah that was it that's all i got yeah the youtube question <laughs> that's just that's my only question that's terrible so uh what is next i know you guys got a ton of things coming yep. what is next for the broke agent brand we got a real estate course coming out that's funny with byron lazine funny cutaway scenes to matt i'm doing social media yes yeah. basically so byron's like the head coach and mentor yeah, and yeah. It, we're not teaching it yeah yeah 
Well, I'm teaching he's, social media. He's teaching the social and I act out all the But it's things. a hilarious course and it's, you know, aimed at agents in their first five years, helping educate agents. And it's so funny. Like the, the cutaway um, scenes we have with Matt, it's as if Matt is taking the course himself. Yeah. And it's, you know, him doing all the shit wrong and then kind of like learning from Byron. And this um, is going to come out early new year. And yeah, it's, it, it's really going to help with agents who have anxiety those first five years and they don't know what the hell to do. So this course is designed for people that just got licensed or that have been in the business for two or three years and are just uncomfortable with shit and don't know what direction to take their business in. So we're really excited that about that. That sounds exciting to me because that dude, Byron, is just a encyclopedia. Dude, he's a sav- real estate savant, right? Yeah, yeah I mean, he just, you know, uh, I had a question about health insurance the other day and he's like the first person. <laughs> Byron, how do, how do I get better freaking health insurance? And he's got a person, right? He's always got a yeah, person. Genius. Got he does. He knows all of the things, but is he make is he making jokes or is he just doing the course? No, he's doing the course. We're making the jokes. So we have write-ins okay, good, where like good. Matt will pop in <laughs> and there'll be like a funny cutaway scene yeah. uh acting out exactly what he's talking about. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I I don't think the industry needs another course, but this, this sounds is, like this is the, the one that does need. actually needs. Yeah. This sounds like well, the, the course the industry the needs. The thing is, even if it's people who are past five years and don't need a course at all, they're going to still buy it just for the entertainment value. Yeah, and yeah. There, there's guys like me who have reached some level of success, and so I don't really know why. Like, maybe I do need to go back and take a course because uh, I just kind of figured out as I went, and I don't know probably half the stuff I need to. Exactly. And then also just taking this to a full-fledged media company. I want to do news. We're going to be the Barstool Sports of real estate. Yeah. This is going to be hopefully eventually bigger than Inman News. We're going to throw conferences, happy hours. We're going to have a news division, more podcasting, more creators under us, you know, help grow other agents in the uh, industry and just really blow this thing up. That's the goal for 22. You heard it here first. Yep. I know I don't have a podcast, but I go go right to it interviewing people yeah (laughs) i come on your podcast and start asking you guys questions i know you just fucking hijacked a podcast (laughs) (laughs) that it really does sound exciting man i'm excited to see what you guys do over the next couple years yes we're excited for you as well i think you're gonna ask me where people can find me yes well that's it so you so you have listened to the end of the podcast no that's that's the end of everything yeah i know it is okay so where can people find you uh you can subscribe to my youtube channel the one with two thousand followers nice um I make like 70 bucks a month on that, you know, because it's monetized. Damn. And so if I get that up a little bit, maybe I can start buying like a new lens or something. I mean, and 70 bucks, that's that's UFC pay-per-views. That's a great point. There you I go. I spend a lot of money on those. I could say, hey, YouTube channel paid for it. What's uh, the channel then, called? Just Tim Macy, people search? Tim Macy, yeah. Um, and then Instagram is probably the, the best place to connect. And well. that's Timmy Macy Realtor? Tim Macy realtor there there's the, the handle Tim Macy has like 10 at zero followers and five posts or something. Yeah. And I don't think the person uses it and I can't get it though. It's freaking, they got that Tim Macy handle. Brutal. Damn. That's anybody help me out with that. Is there, you guys are the, can you got solutions for me? No, we can't even get fucking no. reels on our over ass page. Yeah, man. We're it's, all, uh, it's, it's hard, hard life, you know? But uh, so Tim, when, uh, hey, when, when are we doing an event? Let's all get together. Vegas. Invite the, invite the audience. Vegas. We're going <laughs> to well, the audience. hour. So Eric and I are going to Vegas in January, but that's more of a, a small group thing. But um, I'm, I'm waiting for 
the broke agent event wherever that that happens. we're working let's, on that let's set I it up yeah you threw a great event at the tom ferry summit that thing was oh yeah often that yeah, was, that was i mean you got great speakers it was in i don't know like a warehouse or something like that like yeah, is that a well, we want we want to do like a full conference eventually. I, I think we start yeah. with something like this. This was yeah. perfect. This was like he had Byron speak, he had Katie speak, he asked me to speak. I was like, "Fuck no, I'm just trying to <laughs> we're, slam claws over here." I think uh, end of April we're doing a video event. It's very early on in the in the planning, but um, we'll probably be doing some more events in the future. So events yep. are fun, man. I love. I don't know if 2020 like really brought it home the fact that we just love being around people um and so yeah we're gonna try to build more of those opportunities and realtors are fun to be around when they're some at these them. events some of them yeah. yes. some of them yeah but they get rule. after it yeah <laughs> yep. well this has been the longest ending to a podcast ever oh wait did we talk about is boomtown sponsoring this one yeah, yeah we, we, throw, we throw that we throw that in we throw that come that on in. man i wanted to do the i thought you don't have your guests do, do you the, use boomtown pitch no, but I can tell people. Well, you should use Boomtown because <laughs> Boomtown, ROI.com slash overass is fantastic. Boomtown, ROI.com slash overass. Overass, okay. They're better than any other CRM. Uh, we have a ton yeah. of friends who use them and they uh, just can't go on without them. Okay. For sure. Yeah. It, the thing is too, there's a lot of agents listen to the podcast that pay for a CRM that they don't use um, and they should change that by canceling their CRM and signing up with Boomtown because it's a CRM you're actually going to use people. Yeah, it's good. Facts. That's straight facts right there. I mean, there's nothing, yep. nothing more, nothing less. So That's right. Tim, thank you so much for uh, being on the show. Friend of the show, Tim Macy. That's... Thanks guys. <laughs>